Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Lale Talabian, the co-owner and CEO of Dynamic Natural Advantage, a comprehensive health, nutrition, and wellness center. And they serve people locally and globally to provide fully customized nutrition designed by a research scientist with a focus on prevention. Ah, oh, love that. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, Dr. Lale, can you please just expand a bit more on you know, where your business is today and you know, the kind of people that you love working with? Business is great today, and we have been able to actually grow globally a little bit um, since COVID. And um, ironically, when COVID happened, we were just starting in this location, and uh, we had to shut down. And uh, many people similar in our business actually completely closed down shop. We um, became, a, this gave us actually a challenge that was great, and I really think it made, it, made us better in a way that we became more creative in the way we do things. And Mm -hmm. one of those things was I had been doing this kind of um, nutritional healing coaching for many years. And, you know, distance was never an issue for me. But um, during that that time of shutdown, we actually expanded that more. And we um, were forced to learn to do things more remotely in every way, including the exercise aspect of it. And that was a great like growing pain, but it was really good. And something really much better came out of it. And fortunately, we were able to stay open throughout the whole thing and, you know, reopen after the shutdown. And uh, so it gave us a whole other avenue, if you will, uh, to grow Mm. our business. Yeah, I mean, COVID, we're we're always going to be talking about it. It was a blessing and a curse. It was a horrendous (laughs) time. It was a time for so many threats coming to us for our Mm -hmm. business, for our health. Mm-hmm. for our, our connection but also there were opportunities that came from this and you know at the time my personal trainer we went from in person to zoom i was like how is this going to work and it did and it opened up his business to see what what else is possible mm-hmm. so i love that you were able to embrace it and find a new way whether it's i know we, we were chatting offline about you know the difference between in person and digital right. And how you can sort of bridge that gap, but it gave you a new nuance, a new way of working. So um, it sounds like that has allowed you to explore a bit more about what what is possible, what your reach, you know, mm-hmm. could be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. So, what 
what do you actually help people with? What do you help people to overcome? What what is the specific challenge that you find your clients sort of have sort of time and time again when they come to you? That's a great question. I help people with serious chronic conditions uh, heal their body without toxic chemicals using nutrition and nutritional healing only. So that in a nutshell explains that. And the chronic illnesses, including and more specifically cancer. Uh, a cancer biologist, I was a cancer science, research scientist for many years. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I lost my dad on my 15th birthday to cancer. So that's the day my obsession with cancer began. And exactly 20 years later, I became a research scientist in cancer biology, cancer immunology. And you think mission accomplished. But what was missing from my life and the image that I had in my head wasn't of an image of me, my, myself with my dad at the Caspian Sea in Iran, the bathing suit when I was seven years old and he was healthy. Instead, the image I had in my head was he was deteriorating and succumbing and dying of the chemotherapy and the treatments more than the cancer on his final days. And that image just stuck in my head. And I kept feeling that there was, there must be a different, a better way. So rather than waiting for people to get sick, why don't we just start on a preventative side of it? And working with cancer patients in a clinical trial was a struggle and a blessing in a way, because that was the same thing over and over. I kept seeing people, well, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to just fix the problem after it's happened. Why not, not let the problem happen to begin with? And you'd be surprised to know over 85% of all chronic illnesses, including cancer, are either preventable or able to be managed or treated without the use of toxic chemicals, with a lifestyle, with, with, with what you eat and how you treat your body. So I became more interested in prevention. And yeah, that, that started... is a heartbreaking statistic. That is incredible. It is. it is. It's hard to believe, but it truly is. You know, and as a geneticist, I oftentimes get asked, well, cancer is a genetic disease and a lot of them, but you know, only 5% of it is due to your genetics. And the rest is environment, lifestyle, and what we call in genetics, the second or the third hits. And that is the first hit is your gene you got, but that hit needs a second and a third hit in order to become actually cancer. And those second and third hits come from your lifestyle. So I have cancer in my, my family um, mm -hmm. and I wasn't going to give into my genes and wait my turn. <laughs> I was going to take control and I saw my dad. So that's where my path kind of was paved. And, uh, but going into prevention was the second sort of awakening, if you will, that why wait? Why can't we just do as much as we can to prevent disease altogether? So I went this into this. It must be such a tough place for, for you to be because, as, as a performance coach, as a mindset coach, it's we're treating things that are too late. You've gone through burnouts. You're struggling with this. Um, we know that, you know, there's a beautiful book called Change or Die which beautifully eloquently outlines people don't change, even those with a life-threatening illness still won't change because mm -hmm. as a human, it's so easy to default to avoidance, avoidance, mm -hmm. avoidance, avoidance. Getting our kids to clean <laughs> clean the teeth as they grow up, it's tough right. because there's they can't see the end impact. So mm -hmm. how do you get to before that point, before the point that's needed? Um, mm -hmm. How do you either reach out to people to give them the awareness or mm -hmm. where are they when they say, 
yes, please help me to not have to treat this mm-hmm. condition. Right. So one of the major incentives for people is knowing that toxic chemicals and drugs have side effects. We all know that. Just listen to a TV commercial, right? They give you a medication and they say a long list of 20 side effects you're going to have. What I tell people is I can't guarantee that I'm going to cure your cancer or your chronic illness. What I can guarantee is that you will feel better and there are no side effects because I only use food. And I use food as a means of nutritional healing. But I also um, use my um, genetics background and immunology background to sort of map out a plan that is unique to each individual. So what's right for me is not necessarily right for you. And when it comes to really pinning down and targeting a disease, that's even more important. Um, Because generally healthy eating is Everyone says that if I, if I got a penny for everyone, every time someone tells me I eat generally healthy, I would be a millionaire by now. But what's important is actually what is healthy. And that's a very confusing topic because you can look on the internet and there are probably as many diets and healthy eating programs as there are people on the planet. Mm. But really there is a lot of misinformation. So I, set myself apart by saying that one, I'm a research scientist. So I really look at the science behind everything. And I really uh, customize everything to the individual from genetics aspect of it, to the biology of the person, to their likes and dislikes, to their habits and family and financial situation and lifestyle in general, so that it's something they can do for themselves. That's amazing. I mean, there's, yeah, there's so many hacks and different diets and some are counterintuitive. Some are like, oh, you'll get this, but of course you're going to destroy this in the meantime. They don't tell you that. There's so many different ways. Um, right. Probably depends on what you're looking for, what you're trying to achieve, how you're trying to get there, mm-hmm. um, what sort of speed you want. There's a, a pro and a con. There's a blessing and a curse to pretty much everything. There's the duality of mm-hmm. life. But looking at your speciality it sounds tell me more about this the customization because it sounds like being able to hit a number of different elements you almost mm-hmm. remove the, the blessing and the curse because you're trying to cover the full picture the, mm-hmm. the, the entirety of the situation so just describe that to me how how you're able to customize you know what's what's right for me rather than just mm-hmm. an off-the-shelf solution right i call this a unique dna factor and i will tell you a story And this is, I have permission to share this story. His name is Steve. He is as unique as they come. And he is a a litigation attorney and he's skeptical of everything. And he's determined to prove everybody wrong. That's just how he's trained. He was struggling with Crohn's disease and the side effects for 30 years. And he had been to a point where he had seen every specialist, more than 15 different specialists. And he was in the hospital bleeding. His chiropractor, mind you, uh, said, Steve, you need to see Dr. Lolly. And he said, well, what is this all about? And so during um, the first uh, contact that we had during a call, um, I listened and um, he was very skeptical when I said the fundamental cause of all of his problems are the foods that he's eating. And he said, you got to be kidding me. You want to tell me that in 30 years and more than 15 specialists, not even a single person told me that my biggest problem is what I eat. I said, that's right. 
And that is exactly what it is and the way things are in our medical systems. Nobody talks about food, especially you think someone with Crohn's disease, they would have a conversation about food. So during the first 30 minutes of our 90 minute consult, he was determined to prove me wrong. He was skeptical. He fought me tooth and nail. And finally I said, look, you've paid for this program. It's not refundable. Give me a chance for four weeks. So we said, all right, if in four weeks, he doesn't feel relief, we're going to shake hands and go our, our way separate ways. Only after two weeks, everything, almost 90% resolved. He had no tremors, no pain, no discomfort, no frequent bathroom, bathroom trips, and everything was resolved. And he, in his own words, had 30 years of struggling and pain and misery, and only short of two weeks, four weeks of feeling healthy and happy. The key to this was I looked at Steve's unique biology, his unique DNA, his unique genetics, his unique personality. Um, Steve liked to drink and he's an attorney. And I had to look into what is the best type of alcohol that he could drink because I know I'm, I wasn't going to make him not drink. And I don't do that. I, 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 I don't tell you what to do. I give you the tools and the skills and I give you your GPS. You're the driver. I'm your GPS, right? So, but I had to look into that because I knew that, okay, he needs a better type of alcohol, if you will, for his biology, for his disease to, to drink. And that's, that's kind of how specific it was. And um, to this day, he's still doing great. And he's my biggest cheerleader, who was the biggest opposer at first with a big pushback that no way, no how. But um, so that's, that's basically how it is. Every individual is different. And we kind of cannot treat individuals as, you know, it, 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 like a one size fits all. And everyone says that. But when, you, when it comes to really um, pinning down to what's beneficial for your biology, that's where I, I do that differently from everyone else, because I'm blessed with you know, a PhD in molecular biology and a background in genetics. So I put all of those together and rather than working in the lab and coming up with a pharmaceutical drug, I started putting this together to really figure out a person and what's unique about them and what's the most optimal blend for them. When it comes to disease, for example, I can have two women, say 55 year old women, both white, whatever, Caucasian, and they can both have breast cancer. I may recommend certain things to one and I may not recommend it to another. That is because their genetics of their breast cancer could be significantly different from each other. Mm -hmm. So even two women exactly the same age and background with breast cancer may have a different nutritional healing program. That's so that, fascinating. Right, exactly. <laughs> and it shows the power of what you do. Um, you're not leaving the chance. And it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I put the puzzle together. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now that, that let's let's try let's move this into to you as the business owner. I want to just touch upon um, your example there of your your client and he Steve wanted to prove everyone wrong. Now let's get back into let's get back into my world the the mindset the perception the power of thinking. If you want to prove everyone, you will mm -hmm. you will find the reason why this is a scam or that won't work because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there'll be something and you'll focus on it. Yeah. The brain has an inbuilt filter that will focus on all the things you want it to. Right. So 
I'm so pleased you're able to overcome that in him. That's his trend. That's his pattern. You were able to break that somehow, whatever it was that you said, whatever it was that you did, that was mm-hmm. like from him. It was like, well, you've wasted your money, so you might as well just do it. You might as well. You've got nothing to lose. Nothing yeah. to lose. What a beautiful place to be in. Oh, fine. I might as well do this. Oh, shit. You mean it helped me? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So there's a beautiful lesson in there as well. Um, mm-hmm. Don't want to just touch on. But hey, let's talk about what you have been going through with with you know growing and launching your business so we know that your your history and how you've come through this and you shared you know, your background so being a business owner right now you know mm-hmm. after covid everything's changed your world's changed mm-hmm. the way we get our message across has changed um what challenges are you facing as the business owner right now as you start to try want to to reach more people with this amazing technique Wonderful question. So one of the biggest limiting factor for me is that because I, um, because of the way I do the work, everything is in my brain. So one, one of the things that I also have a lot of passion for is the way I work with my clients is not that I tell you what to do. I told you I'm your GPS. So I give you a map, but my biggest passion is to teach you the why and the how. So if you understand why you should not eat this, and how it would affect your body, you are much more likely to comply than if I just say, oh, do as I say, because it's good for you, right? Mm -hmm. So biggest part of this comes with teaching and one-on-one coaching and really meeting the person at their level and explaining Mm -hmm. everything so they can understand and digest, no pun intended. But I'm limited in that at the one-on-one. So I, um, I also love teaching. So I started thinking, okay, I can help more people uh, at a much less customized way, but still explaining the logic and the science behind what I recommend for mm. everyone, not as a much individual base in a group as a, as a, as a course. So I developed this um, program that is part of it, what we call DNA University of Business's Dynamic Natural Advantage University. And on that, platform we're hoping to put a lot of value and information but the first um, um, course that we launched is called eat to be fit and in that there's a 24-week program that we basically uh, I have based on 20 years of research put together all the things you need to know about nutrition I call them the good and the bad and the ugly And uh, that's 12 weeks and they get recipes, they get menus, they get shopping lists, they get how to eat and they get a community to be together and they get coaching with me twice a month at a minimum, depending on what level they want to be at. And 12 weeks after that, they learn everything about other aspects of health, not just food, but sleep, stress, mindfulness, hormones, um, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And basically, the, it's a two term, like two terms of a college course, and they graduate with that, but they have to do homework because I'm an academic, remember, so I make them do the homework, not just attend and watch things, but they have okay. to actually turn in the homework, they have to report out. And but this way, I can um, reach, I can help a lot of many, many more people, maybe not always at that individual customized level. But I still can make a huge impact by teaching people my my what I know, what I have learned based on all these years 
and also really the myth busters. I mean, I tell people about all the myths that are out there that no, we're not supposed to be vegans and plant-based. We're omnivores. We're like dogs. Okay. We can't, I don't care who says we can adapt. We can't, or, you know, you can't just be a carnivore because that's not what we are. So uh, it's just teaching all of that. So one of the things challenges was for me being a limited factor, I decided, oh, I can do this in a group and I can teach people and I can still um, keep them accountable. And one of the biggest things that people have problem with is not is not that the diet isn't working. I hate to call it a diet, but it's really not having the support and the accountability piece. And mm -hmm. I I hold people accountable. And at my, I have a saying, I say, I might hurt you short term with the truth, but I will never comfort you with a lie. So if you slack off, I call you on it. I won't say it's okay, you failed. No, it's not okay. <laughs> because if you fail, I fail, right? So I hold people accountable. And that is the biggest value of this whole group program too, because not only do you have a community of people that are with you in that course, but also you get me at least twice a month to hold mm -hmm. you accountable and see if you've done your homework and how are things going and what are your struggles? What are your challenges? How can I help you? So that's the uh, one project that we've launched and that is, could be global. An interesting story about that is I started that Eat to Be Fit Academy as a pilot program right before COVID with seven or eight, eight women participated in that program. And when we finished almost the second, the third or the fourth um, session, it was 12 sessions at the time, uh, COVID hit and we had to shut down. So I couldn't see them in person. They were all local. And so, and then the exercise aspect of it was at my, our wellness center. So when we shut down, I had to figure out how do we do this remotely? So we met on Zoom and we, we finished that first term and we went into the second term. We did everything during COVID. And these eight women were honestly the only eight people I know around me uh, including aside from myself that didn't gain weight during COVID, but lost weight. And people couldn't believe it because they had that whole community and they had it to be fit to go on. And that alone gave me the idea of, well, I have to be able to do this remotely and it shouldn't be limited just to people who can come in. And you've seen firsthand. Right. And I saw that it worked. Work. Right. That was our elite pro like group. They were that pilot program hey, this works. And so I can do it remotely. So why limit it? So we started um, redoing the whole thing. And it took us like a year and a half um, just to really perfect everything and add the exercise app to it and all of that. So mm. now we can have people anywhere in the world doing this program um, without uh, the distance being a barrier. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So that's where you're going. That's how you evolve your business. But with everything you've achieved, with everything that you that you do from this customization, from the amazing results you've got, why is your business not as big as it as it could be right now? You know, scaling up, it's been like I said, part of me um, is still very attached to that one-on-one -on -one customized program, and I love that, and I still mm. do that. So it was it was that to letting go of that and letting go of the fact that I can still help people. At a, at a, you know, more generalized way, if you will, in a group and grow that. So that's where basically we are right now, trying to grow and not limit, you know, the business to me, <laughs> you know, yes. and basically um, 
being learning to understand or accept the fact that I can still uh, help people have good outcomes, even if it isn't at that customized, you know, um, personalized level. I still do mm. that. And in that DNA Eat to Be Fit University, they can still get that at the, at the third level if they want to get all of that plus they get me. But, uh, you know, uh, in a group setting, there's no limits. There could be 100 people in that group in a, yeah. in a term and I can help all of them. So it, it, that's the breaking point. <laughs> so we literally so like just. You, you've been through an awful lot with yourself trying to understand how do I want to show up? How, how can I show up? Where are my limitations mm -hmm. with fulfillment? How right. am I supposed to be doing this? Where do I where do I enjoy doing this? That's a lot to be going through. And that's mm -hmm. just one aspect of a business, the fulfillment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and one, got onto, like, one big lesson. Yeah. One big lesson. You said that the big lesson I learned was oh, beginning of the business was I was a one man show almost. Um, my business partner is great, but he's good at what he does. And he trusts me like with everything you do that. I know you do well. Mm. And for me was I was the marketer. I was the bookkeeper. I was a tax person. I was like this. I have no business doing those things. And, you know, I would spend 40 hours a week doing things I'm terrible at. And one of the biggest learning things for me was, oh, outsourcing. There are people who love doing bookkeeping, right? And you hate doing bookkeeping. So why are you doing this? And allowed me to let go of that and say, look, these people are doing a wonderful job. And that's what they love to do. Just like mm. you love to do this. So let go of that and let them do actually a much better job than I do in much less time. And yeah. And it saves me... your energy. Not just, it's not just your time. It's not exactly. just the money. your energy. It's yeah. The, your energetic levels that we're doing a task that you don't know, or you're scared yeah. of, or you're worried about, or you're trying to learn. It's taxing. And if you put it off. You know, like you want to, you want to do that. You know, you have to do it, but you're like, oh, I just didn't want to do it. I knew what I wanted to do. I kept going back to, oh, my, my clients puzzles. That's what I want to do. I want to solve the problem. Mm. And so things would get put back on the back burner and would never get done. And, you know, so that was a hard lesson to learn. It's one biggest mistake. I think a lot of small business owners make, like I did, but we did, it was, uh, I can't afford it. I have to do this myself, but it was an eye-opening to think I spent, I did the math, 35 hours a week, I was doing business admin stuff. Mm -hmm. And then if I just put my hourly rate at $150 an hour, just do the math. I wasn't making that much money. And, and then you started and crying, thinking, it oh, it cost crumbs. me less. Yeah, it cost me so much less to, uh, to, uh, to yeah. hire a bookkeeper. You know, and it was just an aha moment. Like, really, I'm so stupid. Why have I been doing this? And, but you know, it was a very huge lesson to yeah. to know that there are people out there who love doing these things, and they will help you. Like, like somebody out there who hates to think about food, and that's what I love to do. <laughs> you know, yeah. I make your I make your menu for you. You know, so that's what I love to do. So that was the biggest. It's a huge learning thing. As a business owner, small business owner, I can't afford that, but you can't afford not to. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's a tough place to be in. It's, it's a tough step to take. Like you've taken mm -hmm. the steps of how to evolve your, your program. How do you evolve your fulfillment? Now it's how do you scale your business? And, mm -hmm. you know, we were trying to fly about, you know, what is the, the next step for you? Well, how do I eloquently talk? How do I get in front of people? Because you're still the marketer. You're still the face of yeah. your business. And it's, 
it can be so tough to to find the right way so this new iteration this next step for you mm-hmm. um what's the biggest thing that you the biggest hurdle that you're going through right now as you try and sh- share with the world what it is that you do to be honest the biggest hurdle is really making people understand or believe that what we do is truly truly unique in its way and mm-hmm. I, my guarantee to everyone is you cannot find what I make for you and anywhere else. I guarantee it. And that is hard in this day and age to sell because how many people out there with nutrition and health and exercise do you see? How many programs out there? Like, so there's as many diets and programs out there as there are people on the planet. So mm. how, do, how do you, once I, once I can talk to people, once I can get on the stage and tell the story, and explain my philosophy and my powerful principles, people oftentimes are sold. It's just a matter of, you know, getting out there to, to share my message. And my vision personally is to promote a culture where everyone's health is everyone's priority, not just my health, everyone's health, because we're all in this together. So I want to be out there and talk about this and really with all transparency and tell the truth about Mm. our health and our nutrition and our food system. But the biggest hurdle is really helping people understand that this is for one very unique and we can work globally everywhere. Distance doesn't limit us, but also one of the biggest things is, um, you know, when you have a passion about something like this, selling yourself is a challenge and you you don't want to be salesy. You don't want to be, but I have had to learn um, with a lot of coaching that it's not selling if you are helping someone achieving an outcome, much like it's not selling for the bookkeeper who helps my bookkeeping. It's a huge help to me. So I appreciate her every single day. My graphic designer, oh my gosh, like I can't, I don't know what I did without her before. So mm. it's, it's, I have to um, understand that for myself. So selling myself is hard. <laughs> <laughs> you know so it's yeah <laughs> and, and this is where I, I get to come in and, and you know, remind you again it's, I'm sure it's a reminder you've probably gone through a lot of coaching and as you've grown your business words matter you know this with your clients you've already said to me I'm not a marketer <sighs> that it's you know, selling yourself is a challenge you declare these things to the universe as if they're mm-hmm. true and they're not <laughs> not for everyone so yeah. you're setting these parameters for you just like we can compare this to the work that you do if your clients have well this won't work or i have to do it this way or i'm not going to do this there's all these different paths so like a maze you're, you're adding more complexity to your maze mm-hmm. um, and sales this isn't selling it's like what if selling was good selling's got a bad rap you think salesman you think used car Oh my gosh. Yeah. How about sales is amazing. Mm-hmm. On a sales call, you get to invite someone to improve their lives. Sales is friggin' amazing. As a business owner, you need to understand this. Sales is a good word. A salesperson is amazing. Mm-hmm. They're a, reframe it. They're a, they're a invitation maker. They're a, a change maker, whatever you want to call them. How do we rephrase that for you? Because if you have this you've built such amazing businesses 
you've changed people's lives, literally saved people's lives. Yet these barriers that I, I hear you just drop in every now and again, and this is a long monologue from me, but it, I truly believe it matters. I hope people at home are listening to, you know, where do you say sales is bad? Or I'm not a salesperson, or I'm not a marketer, or I'm going to quote you here. It's all about finding what's right for you. Mm-hmm. So whilst I'd find these like anchor points with your business and what your challenges are, mm-hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong, I think I may have found something that might be interesting. Mm-hmm. With, with, with your, I, I'm glad you're laughing because this is a game. It's all just a game that we're playing. Yeah. With your business, you get to bespoke, find the correct thing for their genetics, for their you know, physical makeup, for their background, the environment that they are in. Mm-hmm. That's why what you do is completely unique and no one else can do that. When you're marketing, if you speak on stage, you're fine. In person, you love it. In person, you, you can actually yeah, get them to enter your world because you can convince, talk, whatever it might be. How can we find the right thing for you? The right way for you to be able to communicate with confidence on Zoom, in a webinar, on a VSL, in person, on stage. If we can start to unlock what's right for you, that's marketing. Not telling, not following what the gurus say, not following mm-hmm. what the right thing, everything works. A spoiler, everything works. But what's authentically right for you, mm-hmm. That's where you shine. That's where you make a connection, whether it's digital, in person, written, does not matter. The energy mm-hmm. comes across. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. Does that, how do you feel about that? What, what comes to you when I say all that? Because that was a long rant. No, it was great. You know, it, it, it's, it's the truth. Absolutely. It's, um, yeah, it's finding, and I know I, in my heart, I know like what my passion is and what I love to do, but we all know that we don't live in a bubble and you, you always have to, well, look at all aspects of things like as a whole. So it's, it's, yeah. And, and you, you said it sales is, and this is from keep learning over and over. I'm much better now about how I feel about selling uh, that I did like a year ago believe it or not because I'm like I just don't want to even talk about that it's like I help yeah. people you know I it's just Ugh. but but more and more like you said is when you think about what you the value that you give to people that's that's what they are paying for it's not you know it's 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 for their improvement it's for their outcome and that's valuable to them Absolutely. so yeah it, and it's still, you know, like I said, it's a, it's a challenge. It's a, something that I have to keep reminding myself. But mm-hmm. and and of course, you know, we all gravitate towards what we love to do first. So I love to do this up, that one off. <laughs> you know, the thing that isn't doesn't bring or joy. <laughs> we gravitate yeah. towards like a magnet towards the things we love, but away from those things that are yeah, exactly, yeah, that yeah. we should do, even though they'd move the needle. Yeah. I'll find an excuse to do all this, right? And now we're yeah. back into what you probably see your clients do. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fascinating. Hey, thank you so much. Oh, thank, Lale. You. thank you for playing along. Thank you for sharing your story and the amazing work that you do. Thank you. Thank you.
You're welcome. If people want to find out more about you and to, to you know, understand what, it, what you do and, and to get in touch, where can they find you? So uh, our website is dynamicnaturaladvantage.com. And that is um, pretty much everything is there. You can read about us and our stories. Um, I always, always offer a complimentary free call for just to get to know you. So you can book that online. And no matter what um, you want to share or you want to ask, that's always an offer that's available. They can book with me anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes. Um, it's a complimentary call. And um you know, share their stories or uh, ask any questions. Uh, I do have a podcast, not very regular about it, but it's called Healthy for Life. They can look that up. And um, that's also on our website. And um, yeah, I guess email would be, but easiest would be through the website. Perfect. Well, if it sounds interesting or you're curious, go check it out. Um, Dr. Lala, thank you so, so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Yes, it's been my pleasure. Thank you very much. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed that's how people find us it is and we want all their earballs <laughs> all the earballs all over the place we do nice yeah so please do all those things we'll be ever so grateful and then more people hear your beautiful voice or yours oh yeah <laughs> see you next time bye <laughs>